Welcome to another episode of Power Word Crit. I am Ander, and I am your keeper for this evening, because we are playing Monster of the Week. And with me today are our wonderful cast of Monster Hunters. I am Kayla, and I am playing Avery O'Grady with the Flake Playbook. I'm Corin, and I'm playing Seven off of the Professional Playbook. I am Ashlyn, and I am playing Val, the Science Gal. I'm David, and I'm playing Martin Gross the local monstrous playbook. Previously, our hunters had learned from a local spirit that an ancient creature known as the Silencer has returned to the area. Armed with this information, they set about gathering further intel from witnesses to the attack. Avery and Val met with the Thorsons, a retired couple who cherish the park and feel some duty to protect it. Thor Thorson related his experience of rushing to the aid of the attacked students. And after some prompting, Describe what he could of the creature who attacked them. A towering, furry humanoid with a wolf-like muzzle, seemingly cloaked and possessing immense strength. His wife, Daria Thorson, related that the park has been eerily silent since the attack last night, this being confirmed in retrospect by the hero's own experience. Back at the park office, Seven, posing as Officer Taco, spoke with Rangers Gallant and McDonald. Besides verifying the events of the attack and the aftermath, Seven learned that a young woman, Bailey Lawson, went missing a few days ago near Beacon Park. To further complicate the situation for the heroes, Seven also learned that a troop of Boy Scouts had just checked into a nearby group campsite. A young man's shout from outside interrupted further investigations for everyone. Martin, who had been outside the Thorsons' camper, was first on the scene to see the source of distress. The boy was being attacked by an angered spirit, carrying him into the air on tendrils of dark power. Martin confronted the spirit, drawing its attention. The spirit claimed that it had rights to deal with the boy, as he had trespassed the laws of this land. Martin struck the spirit with his supernatural powers, while Severin, Avery, and Val tried to get the boy to safety. Tree roots began to attack, and Martin banished the spirit, but only temporarily, leaving all of you with a terrified young man, two rangers, a retired marine, and a whole lot of questions. Man, what did we decide? How, how did... Well, there are some we... injured. We should probably take care of those people. You are currently standing on the path. You have just banished a spirit. Martin told us to run. We need to. We need to book it. That yeah. Let's let's run. Which way? Where which do you way? run? Do you I go mean, further up the trail? Do you go back to the, the car? Original uh, plan was the car, I think. But uh, I know people are hurt, so I am going to turn around and I'm going to book it towards the van. As you turn to run, seven. I think that you would maybe touched Martin mm -hmm. and both of you vanish um uh oh where did they go okay where so. did I go or shall we find yeah, out presently? where did we go <laughs> you find yourself in the van oh my oh, gosh that's handy I'm gonna uh, look over at you I have this kind of expectant look on my face I have a very confused look uh was that you Martin is this something new that we should know about seeing that he is confused about it. I'm going to shrug, no, and I'm going to go and um, get into my seat and put my seatbelt on, paying it no more mind. Uh, I see that Martin is bleeding profusely. Say, uh, 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 uh. Maybe, maybe not bleeding profusely, but certainly hurt. You are at three harm, nearly unstable. Uh, hold on. And I'm going to pull out my medic, my medic kit, my, yeah, my first aid kit, and I'm going to try and patch up any 
lacerations that I see and feel for broken bones. Okay. Patch up is a, a, a move you have or something like that, right? Yeah, I have the medic move. Right. And the tra- I have the full first aid kit and training to heal people. Cool. That's a 10. Nice. First roll of the night is a 10. That's a, that is a success. Hooray. So what does it read off on uh, patch up? On a 10 plus, the patient is stabilized and healed of two harm. Ooh, Fantastic. very nice. Martin, you get to heal two harm. Wow. How often can I receive that incredible blessing? As long as that first aid kit is available and has uses. Mm-hmm. Seven, not understanding how we got here, but we got here, is thinking very, very quickly. And he's thinking smoke, weird stuff, hallucinations, gas leak, or radioactive poisoning. So he's going to see if Val maybe has some sort of contraption that makes beeps and looks very scary. I feel like that's in there somewhere. So Val, is it likely that there would be something like that? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) So there is something there. You see it. A small item that is making a you know, slight boop, 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 boop. Yeah, is it something noise. that I can hold with like one hand or two hands that I can manipulate to make it sound like it's beeping faster at all? Maybe. Okay. Um, Val, why don't you roll a, just do a straight roll maybe, and we, we will see what kind of result this has. Mm, 11. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. This looks like it may be a useful device of some sort. Okay, I'm going to grab it, and I'm just going to say, Martin, Martin, (coughs) Martin. Yes? Stay here. I'm going to go grab everyone else, watch the van, check for anything that looks suspicious, and anyone who looks suspicious as well. Okay. Thanks. And I'm going to turn around and book it. Okay. Meanwhile, back on the trail. So, having been abandoned, seemingly, by Martin and Seven, I'm going to turn to... Val with a blank look and then turn around and be like, oh my goodness, are you okay, Rangers? We, I can't believe we saw this. I'm so sorry. It's, it appears that there must be a gas leak. I, you might need to call the authorities. I'm, I bet the septic tank probably has been leaking and that's what's causing this haze. You really need to call the authorities now. And I'm going to use, see, it all fits together. Sure, yeah. Which means I can use my sharp instead of charm when I manipulate someone. But right. aren't we the authorities? We're not the right authorities. I Got don't know it. how to, I can't deal with septic tanks. Oh, that's true. I can provide tape. <laughs> do we have tape? Do we have warning tape? Of course we do. We oh have warning God. tape. <laughs> we can help with, I, I will volunteer my services in taping off the area so no one else comes. Nice. Go, go ahead and roll, convince someone, but you get to roll with sharp, right? Yep. This is one of the advancements that uh, Kayla took after leveling up last Oh, session. that's a sad seven. Hey, seven's not all that sad. It's partially happy. It's a partial success. It's, that's true. It's true. So on convince someone, I believe they will do it, but only if you give them a good reason now. Where did Okay. No, on a seven to nine, to... they'll do it, but only if you give... If you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. To do something about... Mm-hmm. Let's see. But only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If I start booking it towards the van for tape and start taping off the area, does that count? I guess we're doing a lot of bookings. This if is I very quickly. quickly. So, like, like you just now. say this and, and leave? No. Um. Shoot, what can I do? Maybe I can give yeah, you some Yeah, I need to do something. Yeah. So... Ranger Gallant, he is like excited, like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. 
It, it's scary as heck, but like, oh no, you know that that was ah. He's gonna be hard He's to convince. He's both frightened and excited, and not really sure what to do. Ranger McDonald is like, what? What just happened? That was, I I I don't understand that. Looking at at the young man doesn't see any like. No harm per se. Yet. I think he's probably bruised up. Two ways I can go is I can create supposition that this gentleman on the ground was somehow responsible for the gas, which is why it coincided with him showing up and why he might look a little tussled because obviously he's been doing something over by the septic tank. And the other thing I can do is ask them to show me where the septic tank is because, you know, we got to figure out where that leak's at. Oh, and have Val keep an eye on the dude because... Obviously, he's a suspect in this. I'm trying to think of that if that's enough motivation to like get them to do it. Mm-hmm. So, so one thing you could do is you could act like it's real by putting something over your face. Oh, oh that's yeah, true. That another another thing you could do is you could ask them, you know, who do they call when there's a gas leak problem? What gas problem? I could start do they calling have? the authorities myself. Mm-hmm. That might do it. You could yeah. start calling the authorities yourself. That would make yourself. more sense. Okay, so. I'm going to pull my shirt up over my nose and I'm going to pull out my phone. I'll be, I'll, do we have service here? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to. It's spotty, but you've got service. Okay. I will attempt to call Mm -hmm. uh, authority. I'll ask them what, who they normally call. Are you actually, okay. Are you actually going to call or are you? Yeah, I will actually call. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, do something apparently. (laughs) I got seven. (laughs) So Val actually has. Like some face masks in her in her pocket, because you know she's playing the role of a forensic analyst slash doctor of some kind. So she has some extra face masks, and she's going to pass them out to everyone around. Make sure that you cover your nose and mouth completely. We don't want any loose fumes getting into your nostrils or through your esophagus. So okay, I think I think Ranger McDonald seeing something that she can understand like okay this is a danger maybe like yeah this is something i can this is real not weird supposition crazy things seems more amicable and more willing to believe that okay and moves on mr thorson takes your masks and kind of he gives you a nod and a wink and okay. puts up his mask and like like <laughs> okay i i wink back at him to acknowledge that we both know what's really going on <laughs> <laughs> but this is an act for everyone else. So mm-hmm. thank you for playing along, Mr. Thorson. <laughs> and you all head back to the parking lot, I assume, and encounter Seven running the other way. Seven? Where Where did you go? She ran really fast. She obviously did he, not disappear. He did not disappear at all. Don't worry. We definitely didn't. We we're talking in front of Rangers. Okay. That's Nothing to say all of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I might interpose and be like, she like hit, she elbows me and she's like, yeah. wait, wait, like, oh, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I forgot our Obviously, he ran very fast. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was like an Olympic runner in that, that, school. Mr. Thorson pipes up, oh, that was, that was some, you know, gas explosion. It kind of knocked me back for a minute. I took me a minute to like, catch my breath and I, I feel like I saw some weird stuff. Did you see something weird? Talking to Ranger Gallant. He's like, yeah, I saw some weird stuff. It looked like 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 this guy you know, floated in the air or something. He's like, oh, yeah, that's... Hmm. Hallucinations are a side effect. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> yes, definitely. Need to get the authorities in here. The right my best doctor voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sixteen-year-old girl. As we come up, I'll be like, "Oh, seven! Thank goodness! Thank you for getting Martin to safety. Can, we need a uh, warning tape to rope off the area. There was this, you, as you saw, there was like the septic. There must have been a leak or something. There was a slight gla- gas explosion. Yeah, I I got the uh, the doohickey mabobber. The the uh, the official doohickey mabobber. Keep everyone away. I'm gonna go check it out. I see what's in his hand. I'm like, my my sound effect machine. <laughs> I shoot her. A, I shoot her a look, and I go. I I was definitely just saying that to myself. I didn't say it loud the enough. The internal for monologue of Val. <laughs> yeah, I call it the doohickey mabobber because it's a very scientific word, and I just can never remember what it is. Val knows the name of it. Uh, everybody, stay back. I'm gonna go test this out, and I'm gonna walk up closer to the area, and I'm gonna turn it on. And as I walk closer, I want to make the machine make it sound like it's going off the charts or like it's detecting something. There's a knob that has like a volume or maybe like a a toggle kind of slider that Mm -hmm. gets, you know, volume that goes up and there's lights and such and there's different buttons for different sound things. (laughs) I accidentally, uh, I accidentally click on a fart noise and go, oh, no, 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 sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I I ate beans for uh, breakfast. And uh, I'm going to keep walking. And once I get to the spot where the creature was, I'm just going to have it like start clicking and whirring and doing all this different stuff. I go, oh, everyone. Okay. Okay. Everyone back. Everyone back. We need to seal this off right now. And I start immediately start backing up and I go, oh, no. Val. Yes. We need the the pills. This is severe radiation poisoning. I'm grab the, grab the cobalt. I think it's cobalt, right? I don't know. Talk Was fast this and an no old one nuclear silo back in the Cold War <laughs> that they never told when you us start, about? When you, start digging, when you start digging in national parks, you never know what you're going to find. Indian burial grounds. Who knew they were well, worshipping nuclear bombs? Dioxide. It was either carbon dioxide poisoning or radiation. I'm like, I, there's no way I can explain high levels of CO2 in the middle of, of this forest. That would be Swamp awkward. gas reflecting off of Saturn. Sure. <laughs> men in black. It's true. <laughs> Backing up. Val, I'm going to go up to her. Grab the the potassium iodine. And I'm going to make sure that the rangers hear it. Okay. And. Oh, I know you're going to freak them out. Go, go ahead and we'll convince someone. Okay. Because you have upped the ante. It's true. You, you've got a charm. lot of things going for you here. But... Yeah, I got charm. So I'll give you plus one. Okay. That is a nine. <laughs> a partial success. In order to convince someone that this is actually real and it's true, you're going to have to do something. Do something solid and physical to convince mm. them. I will take it first, and then I will say, we need to quarantine ourselves. Everybody, stay over here. Avery, would you please grab the shower? We're going to have to... We're gonna have to burn all the clothes. We're gonna have to do. Oh my gosh! We're gonna have to do all of that. Wow. You you could, you could start start I, I need to go to the van. That's where I am keeping my supply of pills. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> tell Seven it's gonna take a, a hot minute to set up and something like that, as she's trying to figure out how to save her trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that if that you would have a shower in your. Of, of all the things we don't, don't. Maybe 
the ranger station probably has one. Oh yeah, let's do that. Can I have a moment to take an action myself? Sure, yeah. What I'm are you doing I'm in all this, I'm sitting in the car and I've just been assaulted by magic and I'm curious about the return of the creature which would not be gone very long. Mm. So I picked up a new skill last time when we leveled up. I picked up a lovely thing called the sight, which allows me to act as a medium with the spirit world and see into the beyond. And I hadn't even thought about this before. It also has and see magical influences. So whatever moved me without my permission, along with apparently um, seven, was that magic? I'm going to say a form of magic, yes. Okay. So, but maybe not one that you have seen recently anyways. So it says also that I can take the opportunity to use these bonuses and effects uh, from that I can see to investigate a mystery. So I may at some later point want to bring that up to investigate what that was, since I'm sure Seven will be curious. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, how's the spirit world acting? Do we have an incoming impending, you know, spirit monster that is just aching to get back through its banishment? Or are we okay right now? I think that you are okay right now. Do you look outside the van? Is that what you're trying to do to survey the situation? Or are sure. you... Okay. I don't want to just tell you what you're doing. I, I have my seatbelt on. I'm just looking out the window. Okay. Watching think, the people approach, wondering why they're not moving fast. I think that as you tap into the, the spiritual realm, you put your, your spirit eyes on, if you will, you see a number of spirits around. It seems like the trees, the bushes, there are ones in the air and such things could i read their aura their emotion right from here frequently people who can see the spirits and i don't know that it's explicitly listed in this but frequently spirits tend to wear their emotions on their sleeves unless they're trying to be deceptive could i see what sort of thing the spirits around here are associated with connected with and what their general mood is yeah i think there is a general sense of tension but not directed at any specific thing. Okay. The spirits are upset and perhaps just lashing out at anything that disrupts them. All right, interesting. Okay, that is interesting to know. They seem to be focused on natural things mm -hmm. as far as the stones, the trees. I will now wait patiently. Okay. And I think that maybe you, you see a... When investigating the magic that happened... There was like a dissipation of this, the the aura that was that was around you, and you see a slight trail of it coming from where Seven ran from. Okay. So the Rangers and Mister Thorson and the young man are following your your general instructions for. Oh no! You know we've got radiation maybe, and this is a dangerous area. They backed up. They're in the parking lot seem to be leaning onto you guys for direction. This is not something they're familiar with. This is nothing to panic about if you it, it seems that this may be recent. If you guys have never experienced any side effects before, we should be able to get everything fixed up and it should not be life-threatening or life-lasting. I hope Avery comes soon. <laughs> so by this point, Val probably comes back from the van and she has a bottle of placebo pills <laughs> <laughs> please tell me you just carry a bottle of sugar pills i mean explicitly they, for they're this. in her laboratory so yes mm -hmm. i mean if she's doing uh, experiments she's got to have a control subject right and i figure this isn't the first time we've tried to convince people that 
they need to take a pill to (laughs) to save their lives (laughs) great (laughs) won't be the first won't be the last I I, I got the the, I got the potassium iodine that you asked for (laughs) thanks I trying to not be super obvious while also trying to be obvious yeah good good stage whisper there (laughs) we pass around some water you know and I'm the first one to take it and say, we've we just got to stay away from everybody else. We got to quarantine that area and we should be good. Ranger McDonald's like, well, I, I'm going to need to phone this in and let my superiors know what's what's going on, that we have a situation here. Do you know what might be causing this? This is seems kind of strange. We've never had any reason for radiation here. I won't know until we do some investigations. However, Avery did say i believe that she was going to phone this in and she'll she'll take care of it with your superiors as well okay oh, okay kind of puts her phone away i guess for now we don't want to scare your families or scare your friends so just keep this between us until we figure out what's going on again these pills will work within 24 hours we should be okay we just have to make sure that we stay contained and that we don't contaminate anybody else by the way, how far away is that scout troop? Oh no, that's I mean they're they're up the road. That's maybe like quarter of a mile. Right. When when Avery comes back, we'll check around, we'll try to figure out how far this this containment is and we'll we'll figure this out for you. We got you covered. Okay. So you you're going to send someone to contact the trooper. I mean, I, I mean that that's under our responsibility. I, mean, I think have, that we should let them know. We could have her just go over and warn, just t- talk to the leaders, you know, and tell, have, make sure that they keep the boys in, in an area that would keep them irradiated, so that would not work. <laughs> True. We can do quote-unquote radiated. We could do signal flags. Oh, oh yeah. Foolish. I have I have contact numbers of the leaders. Oh, back perfect. At the park office. Let's let's all go there. That way we can you know, contain things as well. Quarantine in the park ranger's office. <laughs> yep. Let's radiate that park ranger's <laughs> office. <laughs> so yeah, I think the rangers are wanting to go back to the office. That's where all the contact numbers are, and it would keep them mm. busy. Let's just have one to keep everything contained, quick in and out. And then we'll we'll scrub the place. Sure. And make sure not to tell the leaders that we think it's radiation. Just the new we don't state. want to scare them. Just say we we have some sort of leak. We need them to move away. At the moment. Okay. Just just have them move a half a mile down. Not. That seems a little strange. I, I if there's if there's a serious threat, I feel like I should let them know. Right, but we want to make sure that they're not in the radius first. Does that make sense? And then we'll tell them. Can I stick my head out of the van for a moment? Yeah. And say, an unseen killer and or deadly beings of such are stalking the park. Perhaps if everybody vacated it, it would be better. I stick my head back in. Thank you. That is one of the symptoms of radiation poisoning. Some hallucinations. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'm going to stick my head back out and say radiation is an unseen killer. He is true. He is true. He is right. (laughs) (laughs) If we have, so yeah, if we, it's truth. (laughs) From what I, from from where I found the focal point, and based on how quickly it degraded, I don't think the scout camp would be close enough, based on my initial investigation. However, 
We don't want to scare the parents. We don't want to scare the kids yet until we figure out what's going on. Yeah. Can I just like stick my head back out of the window and shoot you a look as if to say leaving the kids there is dangerous? I'm going to shoot a look back that says, hold on, I got this. <laughs> Stop making people panic. <laughs> okay. That yep. was very confused. Yeah, Avery is so... I, I think yeah. that Ranger McDonald is placated for now, mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to contact them, but I can wait until you've finished your studies. Awesome. She goes in and gets, you know, the contact information and such. So as soon yeah. as she's We're out of earshot- We're basically just waiting for Avery to come back. As soon as she's out of earshot, I'm gonna be like, Seven, why aren't we letting these kids go home? Because we can't cause a panic if they start- Do you know what it's like to have boys Panic? Seven to twelve year olds panicking? They in park is infested with angry nature spirits who are looking for any opportunity to lash out currently, just so you know. As of right now, we only think that it's lashing out at this guy. If we isolate him from everyone else, we should be okay. I don't think that he caused the problem. I, I... think that they were just lashing out because he did something stupid. Oh, are you seeing something? Yes. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how many young boys you know, but they tend to be crazy, especially when they're out in the wild. I assume that you have left the young man with Mr. Thorson and right. Ranger. Yes. I'm going to. Yeah, Ranger, we're having our powwow inside yeah. the van now. Okay. <laughs> our van can be radiated. It's fine. You'll hear a knock at the, the door of your van. Come in. I open the door. I don't <laughs> want anyone else coming in this van. It's already so cramped. You see Thor Thorson. Hello, Mr. Thorson. He, he looks behind him. Ranger Gallant is speaking excitedly to the young man there who looks frightened and you can hear things like radioactive, crazy, like <laughs> <laughs> things going on back there. And Mr. Thorson's like, there's not really radiation here, is there? No. No. And I know that you know that, so I feel okay telling you that. So you, you all seem to handle yourself pretty well with whatever that was. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm not there. Yeah, you guys are yeah, there. Yeah, you're in the we're van. all in the van. Yeah. We're all in you the were van. having your powwow yeah. in the van. Yep. Fine, you hear a snicker in the back. <laughs> and I'm happy to help you all out, but... Mr. Thorson, how comfortable are you with the unexplainable? It's kind of the stereotypical thing to say, isn't it? I've seen some things <laughs> in the wars. <laughs> And there you saw some things last night, and you saw some things again today. Yeah, you could say that. Just know that I'm willing to, to back y'all up. Okay. I'm going to share a look with everyone else, kind of conveying, like, we want to let him in on what's going on. Welcome to our TARDIS, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Thorson. <laughs> we don't have he, a he very great chuckles, one. He <laughs> I feel like he would have seen that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it Titus or Tardis? I think it's Tardis. Oh my gosh, Seven, it's called the Tardis. I'm sorry, I just... The time and relative dimension in space. Come on. You hear him grumble, I'm too old for this. <laughs> so, we got some help. We're pulling him in. Sounds like Avery might need to go over and defuse the situation with Gallant. Mm -hmm. So, while you guys figure that out, Avery will go ahead and go defuse that situation and put Gallant in a corner by himself. You're putting him in a corner in the, in the parking lot? Uh, kind of. 
There's four. If it's you're a gonna, square parking lot, there's four corners. You're going to put the warning tape around him. Basically. <laughs> you cannot step out of this line. Yep. This will keep the radiation at bay. Totally. Doing some fast talking, sounding like I know exactly what I'm talking about, diffuse the situation with the young man, maybe even figure out what he was doing before he got picked up, just in case he did do something. So you, yeah. you said a lot of things, which... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You're trying to do everything. Welcome yeah, to basically. Character. Everything in that corner. I'm taking care of my corner. I can take care of my corner. You guys take care of your corners, okay? Did you have a question <laughs> for Martin? Um, oh, that's right. Martin, um, what was it? Your question was about whether or not the ranger station and park service center would be a safe place from oh. spirits. Before I go over, I turned to Martin. Martin, you said... Something about spirits earlier. They're uh, very unhappy. Will they attack the ranger station if we're inside of it? The spirits seem to... I, I think that they are, like, generally agitated, but maybe not, like... Not you aren't in danger right now of them. The spirits seem to be agitated and willing to lash out at anything and anyone who abuses nature right now. As far as would the station be safe from them... They may not fully comprehend that it exists yet. It hasn't been there long enough. And so it is unlikely to provide a barrier against spirits. Things of the spirit world tend to be a matter of impression, emotion, and significance, as opposed to short-lived, recently constructed buildings. Cool. I'm going to turn to Seven. Seven, you okay if I have them all just sit in the ranger station for the next few hours while... Help comes back up. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. So I walk over there and say, Oh, Ranger Gallant, I'm hearing a lot of concerning things. I just want you to be aware. There's nothing to be concerned about. We're just going to have you step into the Ranger Station with... I'm sorry, what was your name? And I turn to the young man who I'm assuming is still on the ground. <laughs> Maybe he's not. He wasn't on the ground. I mean, okay. I mean, he's Did he fight? He stood yes. up? Okay, he stood up. Yeah. In my mind, he's been on the ground this whole time. I don't know why. You brought him over. You're no longer on the trail where he had been knocked down. True. Okay. Uh, my name is uh, Carson. Carson Willis. Okay, Carson Willis. We're going to re- relocate everyone to the ranger station. We need to keep everyone contained. We're contacting our superiors. There's nothing to be concerned about. And within a few hours, this all should be resolved. He looks scared. Like, incredibly scared and agitated about things. But he does as you suggest. And uh, as you bring the, the group into the ranger station, he waits outside for a moment and, like, at the door. And he's like, I need your help. Oh, good. Information. Yes. I come outside and I talk to him. I want to hear this information. My friend has gone missing. I've been out looking for her and I, I can't find her. You all took care of that thing that had me. I think you might be able to help me with this because it's, it's kind of weird, too. Mm-hmm. Seven has not told me about mm. this. Like, you don't. You bag. don't know about. You don't about this person. So Bailey, Bailey Lawson. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I was trying to find the name in my no, notes. That's fine. Okay, so I'll ask him for more information. But it sounds like it's this twenty-year-old Bailey Lawson that Seven heard about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. He kind of unfolds this this story to you as things are going on. You know, either in the van in the office. He and his friend Bailey were rock climbing on Beacon Rock in the restricted area. The north face has been closed off for, they said, environmental reasons. There were some falcons that were nesting there, and we wanted to get pictures of that because they're really cool. 
along the way, we found a crevice that widened into a cave. Uh-huh. Inside on the walls were a bunch of carvings and paintings. There was one that Bailey really liked, and it was, it was on the back, on a darker section of wall. It looked like people had outlined their hands with paint or something. There were like seven or eight prints. Bailey got super excited and asked me to take a picture of her with her hand matching the prints on the wall. He kind of chokes up for a moment and looks down and sighs, shaking his head. That's when it all went bad. There was a huge gust of wind that somehow came from the, the back wall. Bailey tried to pull her hand away from the hall, but something reached out from the wall and grabbed it back. He looks at you, his eyes pleading to be believed. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to help her. I tried to get her away. We both pulled and shouted, but her right hand was stuck to the handprints. Then something like smoke came out of the wall and went into Bailey. She screamed, then she started changing. She got bigger and grew all sorts of fur. Her face turned into something like a wolf, and then she had wings. Huge, leathery wings like a bat. Knocked me up against the wall. I must have hit my head or something, because things got fuzzy from there. Except for one thing. Her eyes. Those glowing yellow eyes. It's like she didn't recognize me. Just filled with so much hate. I wanted to scream her name, tell her to stop, shout for help, anything. But I was frozen. I couldn't make a peep. But somehow I knew that if I did, she would tear me apart. And then she was gone. Flown away from the cave, I expect. Before I faded out completely, I looked back at the hand paintings on the wall, and there among the reddish-brown prints that were already there was a, was a white print left from the climbing chalk on my best friend's hand before she got turned into that monster. I've spent the last few days trying to look for her and find her there, but it's there's a lot of woods to cover out here. I, I need your help to find her and help maybe change her back and stop her before she does some real harm. She hasn't hurt anybody yet. Not bad enough to kill anybody, I think. Okay. If I pull out a map, can he show me the areas that he's searched already? Kind of narrow down a little bit? Yeah. Okay. He's got a map that he pulls out and he kind of matches it with yours. He's looked up and down the trails on the top ridges, thinking that maybe she went to a, like a high place or something. Mm, makes sense. Does he have a picture? He said he was taking a picture of her with her hand on the wall. Does she, he have that picture still? He does have that picture. Cool. I want that picture so I can show it to Val and maybe even to Martin. He shows it to you and you see a happy young woman who's like, ah, like, look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the thing. You know, with her hand yeah. on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, this is so cool. Anything remarkable about the back wall or is it basically like just hand So prints? you see what was described is it looked like essentially like hand stencils mm-hmm. on the wall. Interesting. Things you might have seen, like, from Brother Bear. You mm-hmm. know, that, that kind of thing. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's any other information we can get. Offhand, I can't think of anything, but I'll probably have him go into the office while I talk to the rest of the group. Okay. I thank him for this information and say it's been very helpful, and we will be looking for her. Thank you. I can't do this on my own. I've been trying, but it's... <laughs> I'm just... Just one guy. Earlier, that deer that we saw wasn't eaten, right? It was just... I will say yes. Okay, it was. Yes. Okay. Okay, so but she has... like, a lot. Yeah. A nibble. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't eaten. The whole thing wasn't eaten, basically, and 
given the size of this thing, it probably should have. So just eating part of it. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and go back to the van and tell the group everything I've heard. I'm gonna ask Martin if there's any like talisman we can stick on the guy so that the spirits like just kind of leave him alone for a bit while he's inside the cabin. Probably not, but. Did you want me to look at the picture? Yes, and I want you to look at the picture. Okay, I look at the picture. Mm, that's interesting. Would there be spirits in the picture? So I would suggest that it's too new and there would be a strong aura of the emotion attached to it. He probably cherishes this Mm -hmm. and loves it, but also has a sense of sadness because this was the last time that he saw her. Yeah. And so I could probably see something like that in the picture. But as far as, you know, actual spirits, I suspect not. Yeah. Unless this is a soul stealing camera. No. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, I could potentially roll, because this is some sort of ritual or magic that we're looking at the aftermath of, and this this is is something that can be identified. Okay, I see. Like the the stone itself? Right, the stone and the markings and other things, potentially. Yeah, roll plus weird. Weird or sharp? Sharp. Sharp. That is going to be a... Nine. So I think that you can verify that yes, this was certainly a place of power. That something occurred there. You can. It seems a little strange that you're able to see this picture on his phone, but maybe it's not that I can see this through the picture, but rather that I can recognize the symptoms, or maybe the rocks grow grew or were placed in a certain way. Maybe. I've seen, you know, people worshiping, and this has all the telltale signs. Yeah, I agree. That would make much more sense. So I'm going to say, this looks like a site of power where some people have used it to draw upon the strength of the land. I would have to look at it in person, I think, to discern more. How far away is that? Where would that be on our map? So that is Beacon Rock itself. Okay. That's where he went rock climbing. Beacon Rock is further down the road, which goes past a couple other picnic areas, which I'm going to say is a quarter mile in the other direction, because it is a quarter mile to the group campgrounds. So we can easily head over there so we can do more research and figure out what this is, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then we can figure out which way we want to go. And the Boy Scouts. Now, it may not be easy to get there because they said that it they were, you know, mountain or rock climbing to get there, right? So, and Beacon it's in rock a restricted area. Is a chunk of rock that sticks up out of the ground that has a an easier trail that goes winds up it back and forth that has been marked out. You can walk up it. It also has faces off of it that you can rock climb up, and that's what they were doing. There is a section off of it that has been, I believe, the north face of it has been sectioned off. This is actually something in the actual brochure. Hmm. Okay, so you could probably get pretty close to it, and then we might have to do a little bit of free range clock time to get to it. Probably to get to the cave yeah. that Carson described, you will have to do some climbing. Okay. If you stay on the main normal trail, you can get to the top, but that's probably not going to be in the area that you want to be in. Good thing we have strong, muscly people in this party. <laughs> Because totally. we don't. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay. So, we sounds like a guide. 
I'm afraid to bring him over there, actually. I think the spirits might attack him if he gets anywhere near the grounds. Only one way to find out. It's true. Or we use him as bait. That is Val's idea. So, so what while do you do? all this is happening, Val... Well, first of all, Val's going to notice that she has like a cut on her face or something because she has one harm. Mm -hmm. So she's going to apply some first aid on herself to take care of that using my surgical room. Yes, you've got <laughs> one of those. But it doesn't say anything about if I need to roll anything. All it says is, while it's not your forte, you can use the equipment to heal people and have space for one or two to recuperate. The keeper will tell you how long any patient's recovery is likely to take and if you need extra supplies or help. So. I think that you have supplies there. You can readily heal one harm from anyone while you are there. Cool. So I'm going to heal, give myself some first aid, heal my one harm. And then the next thing that Val's going to do is she's actually going to start creating a trap box. Like a Ghostbusters trap kind box? Of, kind of like a Ghostbusters, <laughs> but able to capture not just ectoplasmic ghosts, but also paranormal spirits or creatures or what have you so is this a box that like turns into a giant cage yeah. or does it like suck them into another dimension because you're well that is like, true she, dimensional kind of i do i do like my dimensional stuff i i that was my thesis for college <laughs> so i think her intent would be trying to create something that will basically do like a pocket dimension kind of thing mm -hmm. maybe utilizing a dead parallel universe Ooh. <laughs> and then if that's not feasible then yeah just trying to do something that is collapsible that will basically burst into like a big cage to help contain something and like have electrical pulses or whatever to keep it from like trying to break the cage okay yeah so like uh, that's her backup plan if the first one doesn't work yeah you've got a move to accomplish this, don't you? So I have the weird science, but I also have the fabrication workshop, which says, since most of your equipment is a bit unorthodox and probably illegal, you make, <laughs> no. you make most of your gear. If you need a special item, roll plus weird on a 10 plus. You can make it and plenty of it for that matter. On a seven to nine, you can make it, but only barely. On a miss, you've crafted the wrong thing. So I guess it depends on if you consider this a special item or weird science. So I think that having the fabrication workshop will give you a bonus to your weird science role. Okay. If you were trying to make consumables like the pills, mm. that would be, you would be using that. The fabrication like, workshop? Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, we've established that a lot of what Martin does when he's not answering questions for people is that he assists Val in various things around the science thing. So... Could she get a bonus for having Martin around and assisting? I believe that there is a help out action. When you help another hunter, say how you do it, and roll plus cool. Yeah. I think that the fiction says that you would normally do this. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Go ahead and Martin, roll plus cool first. Nine. Cool. Uh, your help grants them plus one to their roll, but also exposes yourself to trouble or danger. We will establish that shortly. <laughs> Something explodes and your eyebrows get singed. <laughs> Just kidding. Val, the go, a, go it ahead works and... on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm rolling my weird science, which is roll plus weird. I'm adding a plus one from Fabrication Workshop and then a plus one from Martin's help. Mm -hmm. All right. 
We got some pretty hefty bonuses here. Yeah. Oh, so before modifiers, that's a 10. Wow. Ooh, nice. So that's a total of 14. Ooh. So you do the thing. I do the thing. Yeah. You, Create you, a portal. <laughs> you successfully make a pocket dimension box, yes. a prison. This, I imagine, is probably very useful for your chosen profession. Yes. I'm like, this was the, the missing hunter. piece I was needing in my thesis when I was trying to get to Candyland. Dang it. Cool. Now, what danger happened here? Do you want me to come up with something? Sure. Okay. So as Martin was helping me craft this portal dimensional box, I was soldering some like metal pieces together and maybe some sparks flew and got really close to Martin's eye. And I was wearing eye protection. Oh, you were? I Okay. Okay. Martin, you know, may not be uh, uh, verbose and exciting, but he, you know, follows safety procedures when available. <laughs> How are those okay. eyebrows, though? Ooh, they may not. I, one of them may have gotten seared. Mm -hmm. I think that as one of these sparks flew off from your machine, it was also an extra-dimensional spark. Oh, no. And through. maybe siphoned off some of your spiritual energy. Oh, no, And I'm going to say that you take minus one forward. All right. So just on your next minus roll, one you, next it will dice. be minus one. Excellent. Uh oh. Nice. I think it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. We got something to trap our our target. So you you have a new tool. You have information. Well, Avery has information. Yes, being shared. Don't worry. Seven. What are you doing during the this you know workshop time and you know talking time? So, seven is. He's kind of having a hard day. <laughs> and he's kind of kicking himself because usually the radiation ploy is kind of a last resort and he doesn't really understand why he did it hey, first. You, you jumped to that as option yeah. A. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, what is what is going on? What is wrong with me? And besides, radiation doesn't necessarily cause hallucinations. Like It doesn't really hold tight. So he's just like... What the heck? I need to, and he's he thinks I need to talk to Sam, and as he thinks that, I think he finds himself in Sam's office. So where were you when you were you were, you were just in the van? Yeah, I was just in a van, probably sitting on one of our many bunk beds that we sleep in, <laughs> just like extra dimensional sparks are flying. Extra dimensional <laughs> sparks are flying near me. I've got my safety goggles on, of course, yeah. because we're in pl close proximity to each other, and then all of a sudden I just poof away. And you guys all hear what sounds like a whip crack and like I'm gone. I love it. So I, I am going I'm going to turn to Val and I'm going to say, I think he'll be back shortly. And I'm like mid soldering and I'm like, wait, what? Martin, you see the same energy that you recognized. Mm -hmm. Is it like a color or is it like so or I'm just thinking, some indescribable thing? So what I'm you thinking see? based on her character, it's probably this sort of, like, I'm sort of imagining classic magic as being sort of this, you know, vibrant purple aura, except that in the case of Seven, something that my character doesn't necessarily know, he has this sort of death-associated background, if we should say. And so I'm going to say that it, it looks purple, but it's kind of got these, you know, tinges of kind of a ghastly blue that kind of shoot through it. And 
I'm sort of familiar with it, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not specifically familiar with it. Okay. But I feel like this may be something I've seen before. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's much better than what I could have come up with. <laughs> so I did say that he was sitting and he somehow <laughs> landed in the office, still in a sitting position, <laughs> probably <laughs> not in a chair. <laughs> you arrive on Sam's desk. Now, Sam is your uh, immediate Superior. superior. Yes. She looks up startled from her laptop. Seven. <laughs> And I immediately fall off the desk. (laughs) What in the world? What is going on? That is my question to you, Seven. Martin! (laughs) (laughs) Um, hi. Nice to see you. I'm not supposed to be here. What have you been up to? And he kind of awkwardly (laughs) leans on the desk trying to look all cool, but he's failing miserably. Seven... I'm not sure what strange thing you may have encountered on your last mission, and I know that we can be familiar sometimes, but this seems a little bit much. I know. Um, I apologize. I don't know what's going on. I think Martin may have developed something new. Oh, no. I don't know what's going you, on. You really need to know more about him. We, <laughs> You try to hold him down and test him. He just floats away. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does seem to have that effect on people. Yes. Sorry, my voice is getting higher. That's okay. I am definitely a man. Um, definitely not freaking out here. <laughs> definitely, definitely not freaking out. <laughs> well, uh, we need a support team. Can I get one, please? I'm here. I might as well just ask. <laughs> um. Yes, you could have called instead of assumingly magically transporting into my office. He looks down and he's holding up his cell phone. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I could have. We're, we're going to have to talk about this later. I mean, if you have somehow figured out how to teleport, that is incredible and might be an, a good asset to our I think organization. it was Martin. Mm, yes. However, if we have learned to teleport, that would really <laughs> save on gas money. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with with the budget cuts for the, this last quarter, Ugh, um, we don't even get me started. Would, uh, I have a stack of paperwork this high, and she's got you know, you know, holds her hands up. I'm sorry, listeners, you can't see how high I'm, you know, the wide of gap that I'm holding here. Think all of the Harry Potter books stacked on top of each other, that high. Yeah, and she is just like, uh, I, I don't even want to think about it. But we can send you a support team. Great. Do you? Have some support to help me get back? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess they could give you a ride back. Yeah, oh, by the way, it's radiation. We need a radiation team. It's you encountered radiation? Uh, no. Uh, should I be worried about... No, no, well, no, no. I'm saying the cover was radiation, and okay. we need the radiation cover uh-huh, story. Yes, yes. Yeah. He runs his hand through his hair because he's really flustered. You might want to tell her that it may not be radiation, but it is angry nature spirits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I might as well just give you a report. Of yeah, this what... is this is an opportunity. I and I, <sighs> I wasn't interrupting something, was I? I'm so sorry. She hides her lunch under the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that she is so busy that her, her lunch is out, but so is a lot of work. I didn't. I didn't land in her um, lunch, did I? 
no, narrowly, oh, narrowly dodged her, her lemonade, Phew. which is fortunate for you because Sam is very protective of her lemonade. Yeah. Uh, don't want to be on the wrath of that one. Get that. I would never want to be on the wrath of that one. So we have encountered something called, well, Martin talked to rocks and he found out that the <laughs> she, she rocks. Nods. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the huge. And he found out that there was this thing called, and he looks around, the silencer. Did anything happen? Nothing happened. Okay, phew. <laughs> Must be that area then. <laughs> why, why, why did you look around? Oh, uh, last time we said the silencer, like the tree started bending towards us and it got really dark and creepy and, hmm, you know. That, that sounds like ghost material or, or yeah. something like that. Well, that brings me to my next thing. We encountered a young adult male who was almost being flung around by an ethereal being. Mm -hmm. Poltergeist. Maybe. Or more like an ancient being was really, really angry because he did something to wake up something. Probably the silencer. Okay. Well, Looks around again. (laughs) I guess that seems to track. Keep me posted. You don't have to up here in my office next time. Cool. I'm gonna go find a ride. Have a have a yes, good day. Do that. Uh, bye. <laughs> he just awkwardly walks out. <laughs> <laughs> so does Seven magically uh, teleport back or are we without Seven for a few hours? So as you leave the office, you have that familiar sensation of everything slowing down and losing color. Oh no. Seven, you're beginning you're beginning to Realize your destiny. What do you want? Only for you to take up the mantle that I have been training you for. You see the, the You Dula posed Ham. yourself as my third grade teacher. It was necessary. And you my piano teacher. And my college administrator. Mm-hmm. I had to keep tabs on you, Seven. I have an, a vested interest in you becoming my successor as the next Dulahan. <sighs> and it... You seem to have come into a power that I, if you remember from my lessons, allows me to travel at will. Right. I just thought I was crazy as a child. Thank you for that. (laughs) It is part of the job description, I think. Oh, boy. Wait a second. Are you saying that the teleportation was actually real then? I wasn't just sleepwalking and losing time? Yes. We talked about this. Or at least I talked to you, but you seem to have been ignoring me as usual. I do believe I threw a uh, a trophy at your head. Uh, and it went through it. Yes. Yes. And that's when I realized you did not have one. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can mm-hmm. you get me back? I could, but I think you can get back on your own. Please. Please. Um, you could roll to convince someone. Oh. <laughs> Good luck with that. I purposely want to fail this one because that would be <laughs> You on. get experience if you purposely fail a check. Mm, no, if you choose no. to fail, no. <laughs> we haven't had any fails yet tonight, have we? Uh-uh. Nope, not yet. No extra experience so far. No. So that is a nine. Oh, no. That's a success. Oh, it's the butt. <laughs> yeah, success butt. It's a nice big butt. Hmm. And I cannot lie. I, I think that the Dulahan is going to ask something of you. Okay. I don't know what yet. Be all that you can be. 
going to the doula hand today. (laughs) (laughs) Run an ad campaign. I think that... Practice teleporting. You will... I mean, if she practiced teleporting, she wouldn't need his help. Sorry, he wouldn't need his help. Yeah. Well, yes, but in the future, makes him work on his abilities. You have to go to boot camp for an entire summer. (laughs) Doulahan boot camp? Do the the Doulahan have an alternative reality where the time flows differently? There is only one Doulahan. Yeah. But that would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) He takes you and then, but you have to spend a week in Doulahan teleport training camp. And then you show back up and you've lost a week of time and are just like, (laughs) I can help you get back. But you're going to have to... When you're finished with this mission, we're going to have a long talk, and you're going to take up your mantle and begin training again. Otherwise, you can do it on your own, because you can do it on your own, Seven. Fine. Fine. Also, I apologize for in college for calling you a bum nugget. (laughs) And I'm hoping that helps convince the Dulan to even more I, I to think help he, me. he laughs. You 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 hear this hollow laughing from you know his head in his arms. His head in his arms. Yes. <laughs> or I guess in their arms. In their arms. <laughs> and he snaps his fingers, but it sounds like a whip crack. Hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> and you are back, sitting on top of the van. I'm a little nauseous. I just agreed to something I did not want to do. <laughs> Good oh, job. don't stand there. Sparks have been flying. No. Ah! <laughs> do I still do I still make safety goggles on? Do I forget <laughs> they were there the whole time? Probably. <laughs> yeah. So I hear Martin say that, and I immediately start singing Taylor Swift's "Sparks Fly." <laughs> <laughs> Does our support team arrive? Yes, I think I think we're gonna cut forward in time to later in the evening, a little bit because I, I think the process of Developing this device takes some time. Avery is able to keep the civilians occupied with... How do you keep them occupied? I'm actually probably going to be asking a lot of questions about the area. You know, about the creatures in the in this area. Basically, have them give me a tour without giving me a tour. Okay. Uh, you know, you just got to... You got to build up your ammo when you're trying to figure out if things like the... Uh, the bat squatch in this area. There's the Pacific Northwest tree octopus. There's several other things who I haven't looked at, so I don't know which one exactly mm-hmm. I should be looking at. But yeah, there's lots of things in this area. And so they don't obviously know that it's here, but, you know, the signs of it will be there. And so I'm asking questions like, oh, what lives here? Oh, man, what kind of markings do you see? And mm. ever see any, like, down trees with something that oddly looks like suction cups were on it or something? Things like that. So it's long conversations about the sure. forest. Yeah. And I think, I think the rangers are more than happy to <laughs> give you the whole spiel about the history and the ecology and all their talking points. Sweet. Since we're at the station, mm-hmm. during a moment when we have to take a break, I'm going to go ahead and give a once-over look at the station. Does it look about like my expectation that this place is not especially safe from nature spirits? 
Um, I think so. Okay. I think that is a reasonable approximation, yeah. Yeah, so I don't do anything different. You know, having a, a certain that it looks the way I expected it to look. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is any like particularly dangerous or particularly safe place. Right. There may not have been any big emotional resonant or anything else events that happened here, and so the spirits likely aren't early even partially aware it exists. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the thing, is that previous to going out on the trail... Val had set Eerie to looking at the social media. Yes, to see um, if anyone had said anything about pings. it from the night before. Yes! And you do get pings in the, like, there was this, like, vampire werewolf thing that attacked us. It was freaking scary. And there are actually even a, a picture. <gasps> there is a picture. There's a picture. It's have... fuzzy. It's dark. It's really hard to see. Of course. It's, he, it's he's, truly Bigfoot Loch Ness. These are the only Logic. pictures that Avery deals with. These, I, I, I ask yes. Eerie if she's able to I ask Eerie if she's able to enhance the photo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that she's able to run some algorithms and things and is able to clean it up. And you see what distinctly looks like a bipedal furry creature with wings and glowing eyes and claws and teeth. This does not look like a natural thing, but certainly something that is in your guys' purview of expertise. Like a werebat, maybe? Maybe. I, I show the picture to Martin, and I say, I, I think this is our culprit. Ugh, okay, this is too tempting. Can I use my uh, dark <laughs> insight, dark, dark, dark past? past? Yeah. Sure. Wow, okay, I can't roll low today. Um... <laughs> No experience have we seen anything for you. Lower than a seven. So that's gonna be. Nope. I have a plus three on weird. So that's gonna be a twelve. Wow. <laughs> we're on a roll tonight. Yeah. But next time we're all gonna be rolling everything incredible. below a six. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> we're gonna not, fail everything. Not gonna, get, not gonna get any bonus experience. How am I supposed to level mm-hmm. up? Yeah. <laughs> By learning more things at the end of the session when we do our wrap up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Martin, let's look at Dark Past. Dark past. If you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, I get to ask two questions from my list. Mm-hmm. All right. So my questions that I can ask are when I dealt with this creature or one of its kind, what did I learn? What black magic do I know that could help here? Do I know anyone who might be behind this? Do I know who can help us right now? So I think the first thing I'm going to ask about is when I dealt with this kind of creature or something similar to it in the past, what did I learn? Thinking about Martin's backstory in a general Mm. sense, oh, great and wise, knowledgeable keeper. So I think that based on some of the things that you have heard from these spirits, that this is an ancient thing that you're able to piece together that you have not dealt with a creature specifically that looks like this. But maybe something in the same genre. Mm -hmm. This is an ancient spirit that is consumed by a single motivation. Do I know what sort of motivations consume them? Are they broad or could it be, is it very specific? It is usually a broad action to do this thing. These may have been, they were used by greater beings as agents to accomplish a specific mission and could sometimes be quite ruthless in their dispersion of such thing or lenient it really depended and 
is that they, they can take on many different forms. Okay. So, and then I'm going to wa- ask one more question. So I, I have the ability to ask, do I know anyone who might be behind this? But instead, I'm going to see if I ask you if I can ask, do I know anything that might be behind this? Because I don't think that, you know, any you know person specifically is behind what's going on. And so I'm going to ask if, the, you know, given what you just said, that these used to be the servants of greater powers, mm-hmm. do I think that a servant of a greater power is in play today? Or if this thing, it looks, seems like it is operating on some other, either personal or whatever. Is this thing, you know, in control of its own destiny or is something else pulling the strings here? I think that it is currently, that it may have been given instructions long, long ago, but like stories of golems that continued their mission long after the intended purpose, it may, you know, continue that. You you have encountered that in this kind of spirit before. Okay. So who's here besides Val right now with me? Um, Seven is there now. Okay, Seven so every, everybody's here then, so... Avery is still inside the park office unless you've come back. Um... It's probably, I'll probably be in the office until you guys tell me you guys are ready. How about if you're coming back right now, that way you can share yeah. what you've learned. And I think you've got it. And you can hear as I share what I learned. Okay, yes. So Martin's voice takes on a kind of a, a strange and bizarre tone and says, This, a very unmartin tone, this is a servant of a greater power. But I think its release was an accident. It is following an order given a long time ago. It will continue until it fulfills its duty. The form it takes is not a specific one. It takes a form which it believes will allow it to fulfill its task. Hmm. And then I go back to normal and look at Val to see what we're working on next. Now I gotta add some sparkles. (laughs) I I go grab the sparkles. Do you know (laughs) what would harm this thing? I think about it for a moment and say, I'm not familiar enough with your modern tools. And then go back to helping Val. With modern tools. Great. Just saying. (laughs) I'm just noting. Steak it is. (laughs) So it sounds like back the cave is probably our best bet of figuring out what's going on. We might be able to talk to some of the spirits there about what it is. So far, the only thing we know it's done is attack people and attack deer. So I don't know if we know enough to know what it's doing. Like, why is it here? Do you think maybe its sole purpose is to just protect this area? And people who are coming into its area, it's just attacking? Maybe, but the spirits seem to be protecting the area, and they're not happy with it. Blood food? (laughs) Blood food. (laughs) They all want the land. I don't know. We'll have to see. So, anyone want to go rock climbing? Sure, maybe Martin could just teleport us there. Oh, that's not me, that's you. Right. Seven? <laughs> right. That's not like, Oh, Seven, is that how you did that earlier? No, I, don't, I can't teleport. And I'm lying through my teeth. Sure. Yep, yep. Do I have to manipulate? <laughs> I mean, how intending are you wanting to... 100% lying to them. Okay. <laughs> trying to make them but believe it was Martin. are you trying to convince us? Yes. I mean, you're talking to the conspiracy theorist. Good luck. <laughs> and I know you're uh, doing it. So <laughs> you can convince Val. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Roll to convince someone. 
roll to convince Val. <laughs> Who is Four. Been maybe every. <laughs> <laughs> There's your experience fail. point. Yay! <laughs> Sounds about on par with what the reality is. Cool, we all know. I'm glad that I'm just a normal human being. I don't know what you're talking about. Val, sure. Seven used that voice that Seven uses when he's lying, when you're describing things. Hey, Martin, you still have that lollipop I gave you? I pull it out of my pocket. Here, I haven't had a chance. I take it, and I say, Seven, it looks like you could use some sugar. You know what? You're right. I'm kind of starving. We haven't really (laughs) eaten much today, and I pop it in my mouth. This this is the lollipop that we we established last episode as being a lie detector? Yes, your hair turns green. (laughs) Why are you all staring at me like that? What? (laughs) Do I have something on my face <laughs> so what color is seven's hair normally uh i believe it's sandy blonde yeah, dark blonde it starts turning into that like green color it yeah. looks like when you're in like a pool of chlorine green you tinge green oh no <laughs> what it, it's like highlights at this point it's H- just... how long is seven's hair uh it's a little bit longer than so, so, so like, so like, it probably isn't gonna flop in your face or anything. So, like, no. to your ears, no. kind of. I mean, thing. he he does have like a very well trimmed beard and mustache. So oh it's... no! Do you have a green beard and mustache <laughs> now? Yes, too? yes, I do. Yeah, it is starting yeah. to go there, there, there are just streaks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead of going gray, you're going green. Yeah. You all, from the inside of your your van here, though the windows might be open, you all hear what. A crack, 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 crack. Like fireworks? Or gunshots? One of the two. I can never tell if it's gunshot or firework, guys. Where's Mr. Thornson? <laughs> Thornton, um, Thornton, I can I never remember his name. I Thor Thornton is in, in the um, ranger, station. ranger station. So it's not him. Man, I'm yeah. bursting open the van door. Outside. Investigating. Yes. Uh, and the other, you know, seem to come out and look out. And you hear it again. Crack, 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 crack. Where is it coming from? To the northwest. So opposite side of where Beacon Rock is. Right. In the direction of where the scouts are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, no. Who wants to go make sure they're okay? I want to make sure they're okay. How about you guys? So, Seven, that teleportation that you said you totally don't know how to do, I think you need to teleport to those kids right now. And can Uh, you bring uh, anyone with you? Uh, he can. Uh, uh, uh. Just, you you can do me it earlier. I'm going to totally not look like I'm trying to teleport and grab Martin. I'll say Martin's closest to me. See, okay, go. You're not teleport doing it right. Seven. Uh, roll angel wings. But are, I, never, are, I haven't visited this place before. Are you yeah. intending on... You are trying to go to some unknown place. Yes. Are you actively trying to do this? Yes. Okay. But I haven't been there. Yeah. Oh, no. It's too bad that the Dullahan didn't explain the uh, limitations <laughs> of all the people that you want to leave somewhere <laughs> weird. Seven chose to uh, risk that with was me. Mm-hmm. Well, Seven rolled a seven. Okay. Which does? I don't quite manage it. Either we are separated or we all appear in the wrong place. How many people is all? Just curious. I can take up to two people. 
Oh, but I only okay. grabbed Martin. I don't know this yet. Like, mechanically, I can take up two, but I don't know this yet. I just know I took you before. So I think that you try, but it's really hard because you have never been to where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to imagine that place that you have not been. And I think that... <laughs> Do I just go right back to the radiated place? Because I <laughs> think, well, I've been there. <laughs> you end up on the trail in kind of that direction. Mm-hmm. And Martin, mm-hmm. you're in the woods. Oh, good. I do like this place. <laughs> Martin? Martin? I did it! Martin? 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 You look up, and you see a shape. A shape that flies over you. Good job. You got right on target. And heads towards what sounds like fireworks. Martin kind of scowls because he may be right where he's supposed to be, but he's not where he needs to be. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Avery, I think we need to put on our running shoes. Yes, yes we do. (laughs) Oh no, do I have the keys to the van? (laughs) Yes. I mean, we left the van unlocked. Unless well, you were purposely locking the van as you were like... Well, I mean, if I have the keys, you can't drive the van. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's true. I mean, we won't be able to drive Unless you have a spare set anyway. of keys. Or I'm sure one of us you maybe use um, Eerie or some. Depends on how connected <laughs> Eerie is into van? The, <laughs> the van. The really, really <laughs> old van. Do you have van? a self-driving van? It's how old? You could have manipulated it to do it without my, without my so knowledge. We, we will we explore have a that Tesla further next time. Tesla version van. <laughs> um... That guzzles gas. But now, <laughs> yes. uh, we are going to do our end of session move. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's it's over, but it's not over. Not over till the fat lady sings. Mm-hmm. I need a more relevant for this particular... Till the bat squatch appears? It's <laughs> not a... over till the bat lady sings. <laughs> <laughs> I feel and, like that's... And quite literally, because uh-huh. Uh-huh. Our, our girl was turned into a bat wolf... Thing. You're a girl <laughs> bat monster. I mean, of course you're a girl bat monster. Because <laughs> you're just reeking and, of and, feminine. And her singing is the screams of her victims. Unfortunately. Well, I think that we honestly you know, learned some really important stuff. So I'm going to mm-hmm. you know, say that I at least feel like I learned a lot of good stuff here. Yep. Yep. Really good. So at the end of the session, the keeper will ask the following questions. Did we conclude the current mystery? Not yet. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? Uh, no, not yet. Not, not this time. I Fake think. radiation poisoning. Mm, that was <laughs> no, that was most certainly death. uncertain. <laughs> that was not saving anyone. <laughs> yeah. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We learned about Bailey and how she turned into a monster thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We learned that this thing is actually probably called a silencer because it likes silence. And doesn't like noise. More specifically, something that created it likes silence. Yes, that's fair. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yes. Yes. Pretty much everyone. (laughs) Especially Seven with his teleportation. Angel Wings, which is, you know, you borrowed from the the Divine playbook. That is a new development. Uh, And we learned something about, you know, Seven's past. So that one's definitely a yes. So we've got two yeses, which you mark one experience point. And one fail. Oh, yeah. Somebody got a failure. Or in trying to lie. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to roll low. I really did. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I wanted some experience, and they were kind of poodoop <laughs> things. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I got. Cool. Hooray! Hey, everyone. Ashlyn here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site.